Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? All right, hello and welcome again, everyone, to another edition of the Broadcast Geeks, everyone. As always, we are live uh, here, record live recording in the uh, comedy room room of El Torito, 2100 Larimer Street, in the ballpark area of Denver, Colorado. Get down here for brunch, bottomless mimosas, comedy, burlesque. What else do you guys do here, man? We got everything. Karaoke. We do all of that. We do all that. So yeah. Get down to the uh, to El Torito, everybody. But no, we are back again. Uh, the, the broadcast geeks. We might Yay. as well just start around the table. I am Jeff M. Albright. <coughs> What's up? I'm Miss Jones. Matt Orin, and today's special guest. Nathan Lund. Nathan Lund is here with us, everyone. Uh, hey, good old Chris Geek Fuel Baker is here. Geek Fuel Baker is here, everyone. Fine gentleman himself, Nathan Lund. Hell yeah. So it's Nathan's first, first time on the show. For it's Nathan. wonderful to have you on. <laughs> hey, you. the puns begin. That's all we do is bad puns on this show. All <laughs> the entire show. Lund-based puns. Some people Lund-based would say that's puns. a redundant statement. That's true. I would. That is true. It's a redundant statement. <laughs> statement. Oh. <laughs> Is that our episode name? <laughs> Redundant 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 right off the bat before we hit the two minute mark. <laughs> nice. like Fuck that. yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's it could be. Alright, so uh, as we, we have a lot of time traveling listeners, so we'll get right to it. Uh, tonight's a big night for you, right Nathan? Big match tonight? Yeah, yeah, Lucha Libre and Laughs. Uh, it's the big farewell to Sam. Uh, he's gonna try to come back for future Lucha Libre and Laughs shows, but you know, he's moving on Tuesday, so It'll be different, uh, and yeah, uh, we're going to wrestle. Uh, the Denver Comedy Championship is on the line, and yeah. we're wrestling in a Loser Leaves Town match. Loser Leaves Town match. So. You're looking to become the first two-time uh, Denver Comedy <laughs> Three-time. Oh, two-time so. champ, yeah. Two-time champ, yeah, yeah. This will be my third Loser Leaves Town match. I'm pulling for you. Yeah, we're all Thank pulling you. for you. Yeah. Uh, if we weren't, we would have had Sam on the show, probably, I guess. Right? right? <laughs> yeah, you should have gotten him before <laughs> he has to leave town. <laughs> well... I mean, for those who don't know, Nathan lost the the title about a month ago in an epic night where Denver not only up. it was the Denver <laughs> Screwjob. Yeah. Uh, first, Sam best to do it the po- the Power Hour. Yeah, so right he here. Got you drunk, and then at too much fun, took the title in the Denver Comedy Championship Invitational. So it's been a, it's been a ro- an emotional roller coaster for you, I imagine. Right. Yeah, I had the title for over a year. It was fun. And then, yeah, I thought that I had beaten everybody that was going to be a part of the the Invitational. Including uh, Mitch Jones, Sam, right? uh, That was no, a long time ago. No, okay. Mitch and I went one-on-one, yeah. Funny in the bank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that was separate. Okay, yeah. But uh, after, yeah, after I, after I ended up beating a few local comics, Sam was celebrating with me, and then... He uh, gave me a short arm clothesline. You know, he took me out and uh, he pinned me. Just like that. Turns he out he, the yeah, he was a part of the he was a part of the Invitational, but he didn't uh, let that be known right away. Yeah, he kept it a secret in order to benefit from you know the the element of surprise. So he he took the title. You know, the Brett Hiker and Bobby Crane were the referees. They had no choice, you know, but to do their job and count the pin. 
Um, and yeah, I, Sam and I have been very busy since then, so he's lucky I haven't been able to challenge him, you know, earlier. But he got married a couple weeks ago. He's, you know, we've been hanging out. We're friends. You know, he kicked my ass and you know Still screwed me, but we're friends. <laughs> we live right by each other, so there's been a lot of. Uh, yeah, a lot of hanging out just with that tension in the air, you know, just knowing that I was going to try to come for him, and now, you know, tonight's the night. You have to win tonight, because otherwise he's going to take the belt with him, well, and you're going to have to go also, and he's going to rub yeah. it in your face. Do the bylaws yeah. let him take the belt out of town? Yeah, I mean, there's, the, he as far as I know, he yeah, the, he's, the Vegas. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. he's to face the, the Denver Comedy Championship. Oh, On Wednesday, he, skunk. Yeah, he turned it into the Vegas Comedy Championship a little prematurely. <laughs> uh, he says he's going to bring it with him. If he wins, you know, he's still going to move. If he wins, he takes the title with him. He calls it the Vegas Comedy Championship. And then, you know, the, the ensemble of comedic writers has to try to get it back from him, you know? And, and you have the pressure of all of the Denver comedy scene on your shoulders. Yes, tonight. I do. It's it's crazy. It's a lot of stress. I've been stress eating. All right. so that, that doesn't help. Before, before a big match. Oh, yeah. This is after the weigh-in, though, right? You made weight. Oh, this is yeah, you well, probably heavyweight. Unlimited weight yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Sam. I think he still has more to go to meet Sam's weight. Yeah, we're big. He's got <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a few pounds on me, uh, and a couple ounces on me. He's taking a lot of weed with him to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> oh. Who knows how, what it's like out there? So he's bringing, yeah, he's bringing a lot of Colorado weed. Nice. It's quite obvious that uh, for our listeners that the you know usually we ask our guests what are you geeking about. Uh, quite obviously, Nathan, you geek about professional wrestling. Is that yeah. true? Are you you into uh, a lot of that stuff? Yeah, you know, I, I I stopped. I watched wrestling almost my whole, you know, childhood Young into into middle school and high school. Yeah, yeah, it got big when I was in high school, and it, that was weird, you know. And then it went away again, and it was it's like, all right, fine. I didn't. Yeah, it got real big, and that was fun. But then I almost kind of liked, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want all these idiots, you know, clamoring over. Uh, you know, it's like uh, bandwagon fans for you know when the Nuggets or Rockies start to get hot. It's like, all right, yeah, you're you're here now, but you don't really love it as much. Right. You know, it was like that a little bit, and then when it went when that went away, and it kind of went back to, you know, being you know just a little bit less less big in the mainstream. Uh, I, I just kind of got sick of it. You know, eventually a couple years ago, I stopped watching, and it was like right before Nick Gossard decided to start Lucha Libre and laughs. I had like kind of gotten over the repetition. It was a lot of the same faces on in WWE. A lot of John Cena. Yeah, big, between big Ron's John. Yeah, between, a lot of stuff. I stopped Ron's watching Ron's right there. right around his rise. Not mm -hmm. because of his rise. I just it was a timing was issue. Yeah. Because I was watching Raw and, and Thunder or whatever uh, throughout oh. the week and then I, I stopped. I don't know. Yeah. What was that? I usually watch WrestleMania every year. What was it Thursday called? Was it Thunder or something? Uh, Thunder was WCW. Yeah. SmackDown okay. is. Yeah, Raw and SmackDown are the big WWE shows. But yeah, I stopped. I stopped watching them, and then yeah, it was probably a little over three years ago. And then Nick Gossert, three years ago, said, <laughs> "I want to do this show. I want you and Sam to to do the commentary for the wrestling." And I was like, "Oh, good. I'm I'm right back in." Yeah. yeah. Well, and and because of it, I it, it helped. You know, it helped me get back into it again. Just kind of you had a purpose. Uh, yeah. One, and then it started to get better too. Uh, I'm glad that I got back into it because the last few years WWE has kind of figured a lot of things out to try to get like the best wrestlers as opposed to big guys right. or random people. You know, who that that have become popular in other arenas. You kind of need just whoever's talented, whoever whoever's been doing it on the independent circuit. You know, and so there's a. 
there's a crazy amount of talent right now uh, putting on those shows. Who's your so all-time favorite wrestler? Uh, I've had a few. The first guy that I really liked was Ultimate Warrior, then yeah, Bret yeah. Hart, then Stone Cold, but overall probably Mick Foley. Just, you know, have to identify with him the most. Just Makes a, sense. You I look like a normal guy. I've live several times. Oh, I did, yeah. I did yeah, back in the 80s, 90s. Who's your favorite wrestler? Yeah, he was huge. Uh, mine was Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Orndorff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to hang out with Roddy Piper. Yeah, and then and then it was the Ultimate Warrior. I guess uh-huh. I just like the the buff dudes that sculpted yeah. two tan look. When I, I don't tell us more. No, those were always the wrestlers. Like, like, you know what I mean? It Growing up, like, I was a junkyard dog and uh, George Animal yeah. Steel kind of oh, guy. Yeah. And then Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's quite the, the <laughs> yeah. Drink it in, man. I love Jericho. He, him and The Rock. Like made me enjoy watching them on TV. I think I saw The Rock once, but it was early. But man, there was just something about that guy. Hey, I smell that he was cooking. For sure. <laughs> I was always a Hulk Hogan guy growing up. I mean, you can't really yeah. be proud of that anymore. But yeah. to this day, if I met Hulk Hogan, I would just be a weepy mess. Right. Could not. I would not be okay. <laughs> I, I was kind of like the WCW, or what was it before it was the WCW? The NWO. The, well, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. oh, it was on like Turner NWA and, back in the day, and then it was like ECW. Yeah. Well, so there. I like the Ric Flair and Sting. Yeah. Ric Flair is going to be at Colorado yeah. Springs Comic Con. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, would, yeah, I, would, I had no idea that Colorado Springs treat. had a Comic Con. They have one. Fort Collins has one as well. Uh, and tickets are relatively cheap. I think it's only a two day con. Cheyenne, um, Wyoming has one. Yes, that is true. I met, when I was younger, I, I volunteered with an ambulance corps, and I met Big John Stud. Uh, oh, he shit. sat in. They they transported him via ambulance, um, and I got to ride in the ambulance. He was, <laughs> Wait, a was big he okay? dude. Yeah, yeah. Was just, <laughs> just like they didn't have a bigger vehicle. They didn't have a bus. Yeah, and they had an ambulance, big, right? so we yeah. took him. My parents were, my parents were <laughs> him and King Kong Bundy with Macho Man. So they would send me pictures <laughs> of Macho Man at like really like getting his yeah. mail. Randy Poffo. Ooh, they would be like neighborhood block parties, and he'd just be Ooh, drinking yeah. wine in somebody's kitchen. And my dad would take a picture. No friggin' way. Eating Slim Jims. Yeah. He's had one pocket yeah. pill, right? Slim Jim straw <laughs> into some Chardonnay. <laughs> oh, that, that's, a, that's a macho man. That's the drink. That is yeah, the drink. That's what, yeah, he had a heart attack at 50-something. That's the that's <laughs> in his car, right? Yeah, while driving a car. That's got to be terrifying. What was he listening to? He was listening to his rap album. Yeah, have you heard that, by the way? I've heard a couple of songs. Like, I have it. I'll burn you a copy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. The diss track to Hulk Hogan is obviously my favorite. Uh, yeah, be a man, Hulk. Be a man, Hulk. <laughs> he, tore him a new, he tore him a new butthole on that track. Really yeah, did. yeah. That was like a Biggie Tupac thing was Hulk and Macho Man. Oh, uh, with the Mega Powers? Mega Powers. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the best. I mean, yeah, Macho's the best. It's just kind of obvious that he was. Yes, he was they, are, they, are, they are like superheroes. They're built up that way in yeah. their respective federations. And it would it makes sense that they would transverse into the movie universe. Nathan, do you have a favorite movie about wrestling or with a favorite wrestler in there? Ooh. What's your favorite? Uh, God, I don't know. Uh... More. It's crazy that The Rock became such a big deal because he like he's the only guy, one of the only guys that's gotten like way bigger than wrestling. When he was a wrestler, like, more well, no, no, you no, mean just physically? like no, no, just like for him to transcend All the above. being yeah. in wrestling movies, right? Like to just be in major films, you know, and big franchise, be a part of big franchises. Uh, that's pretty cool to see that happen because he was just, you know, he started in wrestling, was just a wrestler, and then 
you know, all of a sudden he was everywhere. This is the definition of charisma. Well, before that, he won. He's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, regular. Entertainment. He won a national yeah. championship in college football with yeah. Miami too. So. He's done it all. And yeah. then everyone chanted "Die Rocky, Die" at him because they hated his Rocky Maivia gimmick. Yeah. And now I already had sex with two different women before too. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that possible? I, at the same time? Ever or yeah. not at the same time? No. That's impossible <laughs> and and illegal. It's highly illegal. So I'm sure he hasn't done that. No, you know what? The, the best is probably Andre in Princess Bride. He's mm. so funny in it. That was definitely the funniest. So role. funny. <laughs> or Roddy Piper and they live. Oh, yeah, they yeah, live. They yeah. yeah, yeah. That was such a great movie. movie. Holds up so well. I love that movie. I, I met Roddy Piper at a uh, at a little. Wait, what, what was that? That was a Wizard World Chicago, and that was like I just sit in line like I do, went up and talked to him. But I remember like waiting in line, like he had the jacket on, he did the whole thing, and I was just like, uh, it's really him. <laughs> and, then, and then you walk a little further down, and it's like it's like in the movie The Wrestler. It's like the saddest scene of oh, just a bunch yeah. of old wrestlers and uh. just like. Oh god, the well, who was Ted DiBiase, who's like real Christian and nice, and then Virgil, who's a real really? weirdo. Virgil has a million dollar belt, and while like, hey man, you want a picture with a million dollar belt? I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, all right, that'd be twenty bucks. And I'm like, he has his arm around me already, and I'm like, uh, that's why it's a million dollar belt. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> all the fans paid for it. <laughs> it's cool to see that shit. Those belts are huge. Yeah. I'm at DDP at a convention, at a horror nice. convention. Virgil was belt. at Denver Comic Con in uh, thirteen, I think. Jesus I saw Virgil, uh, I feel like Hillbilly Jim, <laughs> and uh, there was some other guy, uh, oh, the Honky Tonk. The Honky Tonk Man? Oh, yeah. man. I don't know if they were at Comic-Con or not, or else I would have probably tried they to were, They were they here, uh, it would have been either year? 2012 or 13, maybe. Because huh. I have a picture. I definitely have a picture to prove it. I'll pull it up. I'll I look for it. I think my favorite wrestling movie has got to be Suburban Commando. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. I'll never forget on the trailer for Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, they have a, the, uh, on, the, on the VHS, they have oh a trailer. Oh my God, Mitch. They have a trailer <laughs> for Suburban they Commando. They do. And I wanted to see that movie based off of the line where Christopher Lloyd yells at Hulk Hogan and goes, I was frozen today! That's all I wanted to see. And at the end, The Undertaker's in it too. Yeah. Where he comes up and he's, he's been menacing the entire entire fucking movie yeah. and he, he's like Silently, you're a dead yeah. man Ramsey he's got that little baby voice <laughs> no, yeah he doesn't talk the whole time what the word yeah. suburban means I remember like being, asking my parents like, what does suburban mean like there was it means Hulk Hogan my parents are pretty dumb they had no good way to explain it to me uh, that's how that story ends another oh another wrestler movie oh, fuck well, but Batista in uh, Guardians oh, yeah. of the Galaxy is oh, doing yeah. well yeah. think about that yeah. I mean they, they, these guys are just not to demean what they do, but they're they're glorified stuntmen, and making the leap into a movie if they have personality should be fairly easy for, yeah, for yeah. some of them. Well, some of them is in the Marine Five. Yeah, Stone Cold yeah, sure. tried a few movies, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know how well they did. Well, seen as in movies, I think. Some of those weird ass reality shows. Well, they're all different <laughs> types of you know memorization of lines or character study you know it's different some people can do live way better than yeah. the pressure of having a camera on their wasn't face wasn't Stone Cold in uh, was he in the Expendables he was yes. he got burned to death by uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right did we get a CM Punk in like an improv theater well no I'm just going to make that crazy at that wrestlers are now starting to make the transition to MMA CM Punk being one who's uh, going to fight I think he's going to be the only one who does anything worth a shit well no, no. I mean Brock Lesnar was already Lesnar was, was able yeah. to do it yeah and the Diaz brothers be killing you <laughs> and you said that where he has that press conference 
CM Punk. He hasn't wrestled he, or he hasn't fought a match in MMA yet. Not yet. But he's got one coming he's, up. He's taking a press conference, and some guy just goes, "The Diaz brothers be killing you. Would you ever fight one of them?" I don't think he wants to fight one of them, but yeah. But uh, Lesnar's so back. Lesnar's back in, for uh, one. For one thing, oh, I didn't know that. Unless he wins, I mean, if he wins, I could see him. Yeah, he's going to fight again. At Whatever happened to two hundred Goldberg? Oh, nice. I don't know, you uh, know? I used to love... That was the guy that brought me back into wrestling. The spear? Is Scott yeah. Steiner Did he explode ever? I always no. figured his arm yeah, would like explode. He looked like he looked like explode, always, yeah. Ugh. The Steiner brothers. I, I guess he's doing all right. He's just a big yeah. droopy mess now. Skin. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just saw a recent picture of... Uh, was it Rick and Scott? The Steiner brothers yeah. and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and then like a fifth... He looked it was pretty good like the last six time people, I saw yeah. Nash. Yeah, short yeah, hair, gray. Who was also the super well, shredder movies, in yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too? Oh, yeah. was he? Yeah. He was in Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, the he was the guy, the Russian with the red Punisher. Oh, Punisher. Punisher. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get him confused with Netflix now. <laughs> he was great in that role, though. I thought he was great. Yeah. Uh, huh. Well, yeah. There's the yeah, there's the appeal of uh, a big, you know, muscular dude who has experience acting because sometimes, a, you know, a bodybuilder just has a great look but is just not going to be able to remember their lines or speak naturally so it takes you know it takes a lot of talent to come together to be able to be a wrestler or an actor you know I wonder if they'll ever have any kind of wrestling stuff in a geek fuel box oh yeah speaking of geek fuel I bet they'll do do that (laughs) if you guys are interested in that you should go to uh, geekfuel.com slash BCG BCG. yeah Uh, it's always a mystery so there could be some wrestling items this month's items are uh, they they announced them already it's Alien oh yeah Ghostbusters and Doctor Who oh that's nice so if you're interested in any of those check out geekfuel.com slash BCG order a box you can sign up for a year's worth it's cheaper that way you can sign up for as $20 a month yeah so do that geekfuel.com $50 worth of stuff they're our sponsors. Would you like Geek Fuel? I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. We just randomly talk about countries. You couldn't know. That, that didn't feel, yeah, that didn't feel natural. It didn't feel natural. Natural. <laughs> at all. Uh, I don't know. Well, speaking of wrestlers, let's get, well, we're starting to get some crossover. Uh, one of my favorite shows, Matt hates it now, is uh, Arrow. And it's I don't been, hate it. You don't hate it. again. But Cody Rhodes, uh, a.k.a. Stardust, is going to be uh, making a appearance on Arrow. Clear. Wait, That's cool. When uh, uh, Arrow, gosh, what's his name? I'm Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell was on 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 Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. he wrestled he Cody Rhodes, right? Cody Rhodes. Right? Yeah, I, I just watched yeah. that the other day. It was a freaking awesome match. He's a fan, apparently. Yeah. And I, I guess I read he didn't tell the producers of the show that he was going to do oh, it. Oh god, I bet they were probably pissed. Because insurance-wise, he wasn't really allowed to be jumping. He looks off. so tiny compared to those guys. Yeah. And in the show, in Arrow, he looks like a pretty buff dude. But like, sometimes you put well, like someone like a TV star you think is buff next to like. Even a smaller wrestler. Oh my god! Well, he probably guy. only gets buff during production. Sure. You know, and then, well, then turns it off a little bit. Even is always buff. I want to let him know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more on his chiseled tan. Oh, so <laughs> I'm not. Is he gonna be Stardust on the Arrow? Is Stardust now a DC? Well, that's what it said. He said he's gonna wrestle him on the. It made it sound like maybe Arrow tries to break up a fight. It's like kind of the Spider-Man thing. He has to. He chases someone new in a wrestling arena, and then he has to take on Stardust. I Bone saw is ready. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Stardust is a WWE-owned thing, though, and they f- they just got rid of him. Right. Oh, really? Maybe that's yeah. why he's allowed to what? do this. So he might just be his own. Did he speak a lot of shit about uh, how they treat things? Like I feel like yeah, I think like, so. He's like spoke a lot of things he shouldn't say. I think after, after he got yeah. released, I think yeah, I don't know. 
what he said if he said anything weird is before that. Is still wrestling? Yeah. Is he still? Uh, yeah. Oh, he got on that DDP stuff. He got real healthy. He got a little clean. Yeah, he's had a good he run the last couple of years. He's him been our truth. Yeah, he's him? had yeah he's had weird tag team partnerships, They're but he's, to he's in good shape. Yeah, they just don't know what to do with him. They They're have so to... many great people right now. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the Jake the Snake documentary on Netflix? Mm-hmm. You did watch it. Yeah, oh. I did. Yeah, in the last it was couple days. It was oh yeah, it got me. Pull those strings a little bit. Of course, yeah, I've been crying so much in the last month. <laughs> Tell me about it. My best friends are all leaving, and you know, wrestling's emotional. And <laughs> <laughs> Sam's wedding. The yeah, there's been a lot of kid. emotion. That'll be the belt, losing the belt, that losing the belt. Yeah, a lot of crying over that. That mm. was terrible. I saw that picture of you forlornly. <laughs> yeah, that internet. was. Well, yeah, that was a lot of mixed emotions at the wedding. You know, he's got the title right there. I thought he'd. Leave it at home, but he, he brought, brought it to, to the, the wedding. wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! What a dick. Wait, so yeah. is your match tonight? Loser leaves town, or loser gets Bobby? Loser leaves. Town. <laughs> loser leaves town. Well, I was joking that if it's going to be just you and Bobby, you should change the name of the show to Too Much Lun. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is no such thing. Not enough Lund. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just it's going to be. It's going to be a whole lot of Lund. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of Lund. Yeah. 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 Good song. <laughs> oh, that is good. It's a classic air guitar song. That's not you can make a good transition. All right, what else are you uh, geeking on these days besides wrestling? What else is it? What are you uh, <laughs> most, you know, mostly comedy. I watch a lot of comedy. Still listen to comedy. Reading a book about comedy. Nice. But uh, uh, you know, I'm addicted to Thirty for Thirty. Sure, the ESPN. Those are some of the best. I gotta watch those things to watch. Yeah, you know, any of them. It, yeah, you don't. You don't. I mean, you should pick one that you that you identify with and go from there. Was that Larry Bird, like, Magic Johnson one? Yeah, I mean, I didn't see that. That was I a. Know if that, that was a great rivalry. I remember I as a kid one. watching a little bit of that. that but there's so many. Yeah, there's so many great New York one. Oh God! Oh yeah, watch that. Yeah, that's a perfect start. Because they're all like that. They're all. I don't know. They're all just that. Heavy, or uh, they're a great combination of ups and downs, the way an athlete's life can go, or tragedy combined with success, you know. And there's a lot of that, and then just all the humanity because it's all, you know, getting to know athletes beyond press yeah. conferences and beyond being on the court or on the field. That's why I love the bad boy one. You get such a about the Detroit Pistons because yeah. uh, I, I was never a big fan of Isaiah Thomas, but now going back and kind of watching some of that stuff, I, he's become one of my all-time favorite. He was the he was the most likable guy on that team. Uh, I, I was a yeah. uh, growing up. I liked watching the Bulls. So when it was the Bulls and the Pistons battling it out, you know, I like I don't know who uh, Joe Dumars. I liked him yeah. as well. But then Bill Lambeer, just hated that guy. Yeah. Rodman. It was, it was really hard Who to like Who was it the Pacers played when that fight broke out? Was it the Pistons? The Pistons, yeah. Because yeah. I remember that I, I went to the game the next day, and I was so pissed because we had these killer seats like right behind the – right next to the Pacers bench, right behind the, the goal, and half the team was suspended. Gone. <laughs> so like, we get there, we're like, who the hell are these guys? Like – Wow! Yeah, I didn't wouldn't have thought about the repercussions. Yeah, the next, I also the following game. I also went to the game where they retired Reggie's jersey, which oh, was been great. one of the hardest oh, wow. times I remember crying in my life because we were all real drunk and we were crying. And then you looked up, <laughs> you looked up across at, and like to the boxes, and you saw Magic Johnson, you saw uh, 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 freaking Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, like everyone huge or player. They were all just there. Yeah, and it was like God, it was just an emotional thing. Uh, can we give him like a retroactive championship just for, <laughs> for sticking with yeah, our team? A lot of guys like that. The he, he never left the team, you know. And yeah. you know, I've said that too. It's a, it works with a lot of things. But like, if we lived in a world where Michael Jordan didn't exist, Reggie Miller would have been 
near that level. Charles Barkley yeah, yeah, the title. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. A lot of guys. Oh, oh, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> they were good teams. Yeah, those Knicks teams were good. Yeah. I, hated, I hated the Knicks. Knicks. <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> the only no, Nick I ever liked was uh, Xavier McDaniel. That's a good one. The or- Did you watch the Orlando Magic one? The Shaq? Yep. That's another good one to That's watch. That's really good. Watch. This man, no, this I, I heard moment. about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool, team. man. It's I, really I, cool I loved uh, the major, well, I guess I was going to say the four major sports, but basketball, baseball, and football were my... And were my well, yeah, those were my, those were my four, yeah. Those were my four growing up. And I was obsessive with all of them. You know, I, I, I had... Uh, I had collections of cards Trading for football cards. and baseball, yeah. yeah, and basketball, and and yeah, just uh, I mean, it's just a thing to occupy your your brain when you're young that uh, doesn't involve staring at the wall. But well, watching those movies now is super nostalgic. For sports that and nerdum, it's all the same thing. It's it's di- diving deep into something. It's putting on a costume. It's putting face paint on. It's, yeah. it's whatever. It's all it's all the same. You Did know? they do a 30, 30 for thirty on uh, OJ? Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. It's called March seventeenth. 1994 because that day was insane the day that he drove on the freeway in LA was the same day as like Jack Nicholas's last day uh, playing golf before he retired you know oh really and the World Series yeah, game it was a game or no, no, it was it was, no it was in March so he thought that was a good, good maybe it was March Madness that was a good was, time to kill, <laughs> kill somebody <laughs> and get away with it <laughs> there was so much media it was NBA Finals it was the Knicks versus the uh, Rockets Finals I think yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that in a couple right. of weeks when we have Bukley on. She's a, she's a fan of it now. 30 for 30? Yeah, I guess she's also. And, and anything OJ, OJ right now. Oh, okay, TV. OJ yeah. in particular. I had OJ Pogs growing up. <laughs> I, I won a set. It was a, it was all, it was a Pog of each person involved in the trial. Oh, that, wow. that Mark That's Furman. That's how you really know you're a 90s kid. You have 90s. OJ Pogs. Yeah. That was a set, man. Collision of two different major parts of the I liked watching OJ and the Naked Gun. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was really funny in it, yeah. My dad actually met him. OJ got his autograph on the sideline of a Notre Dame football game. No shit. Your dad should be a part of this podcast, yeah. I feel. He's got some stories. He does got some stories. <laughs> yeah. Old Richard. He's seen some tricky shit. Day. Richard yeah. M. Old yeah, he met him uh, at the sideline of a Notre Dame game. When he used to do the... OJ did broadcasting. Uh, yeah. Before he, oh, yeah. 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 Before, before he, he killed somebody. <laughs> before he Speaking of Pogs, I don't play this game. You play Catan? Is that how you... Is this the game? Sellers of Catan. Sellers oh, yeah. of Catan. Yeah. That's a geek thing, right? And Hell yeah! Like, I've never played. Do you play, Mitch? I played uh, a couple times, and uh, I think I get it. <laughs> it uh, yeah, you got to do it a few times. We have it here in the game room. What? Uh, I said we have it here <laughs> in the game room. Uh, right in the other room here, we have a whole bunch of board games. In fact, a bunch of people like coming down. You're not one of them. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't finish. Playing DC Deck Building. Oh, yeah. Uh, that gets played a lot to the point where they bought all the expansions and left it here so that they could play it when <laughs> they come down. Wow. Sam, yeah, I've seen Sam down in this bar more in the last three months yeah. than probably in the last three years. Sure. Um, well, yeah, this place is cool now. <laughs> I don't even have air conditioning. It used to just be us. The, uh, <laughs> now other people come. But yeah, those, those games, Settlers of Catan, I have a whole bunch of games in there that if you ever want to come down and learn to play, you should do game. so. I yeah, love that uh, episode of Thirty Rock where they're playing like a Settlers of Catan style game, and Jack like looks at what's happening in the game, and he like just destroys them at it because he's such a good like <laughs> financial mind or whatever. Yeah, I would love to play that game. It's a lot of fun. Those games are are really good because they combine elements of some of the old board games that we used to play, but with more relevant fun stuff. 
Um, not necessarily like Catan, sheep. but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Catan, like that, Catan allows you to uh, do things like gather resources while trying to screw your opponents. Monopoly. You know, so right, right. So there's <laughs> it's like marriage. In, in a way, that's like what I try to tell my wife. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, no, we, we, she likes to play games as well, and, it, and it's it's a lot of fun because it's it, it's way different than what we you know we think of games, board games. We think of Monopoly, we think of Scrabble, we think of Life, or at a younger age maybe Candyland. I, I don't know. Grape Escape. I have a th I have a three and a five year old, so Candyland is definitely in. That's still in, in play. my yeah, it's in nice. play. Um, but we play these other games that are. Really cool about gathering resources, hosing your opponents, um, sometimes being cooperative. Waterboarding yeah. your opponents? <laughs> no, no. That's a different game. That's a different kind of hosing your opponent. That's only for adults. <laughs> hosing your opponent? Loser gets, loser gets waterboarded. God, this match got crazy. Are they some of those matches back in the day, like the loser licks my feet? Like, like yeah, the dirty kiss boot man? Feet. Yeah, kiss my feet. Ugh. Vince McMahon, kiss my ass club. Do you, a, yeah, do you play Katana? Yeah, a lot of Catan. Really? Well, yeah, once, once KOB you, likes to play that. Once you, yeah, uh, Kevin, I have Kevin's board because he yeah. just could never really play when I was trying to play, so he just left it at my house. Yeah. And uh, you live right, right there. A few of us play a lot. Yeah, me and Sam and Aaron Urist, uh played a lot for a while. Then we brought in Corey Rhodes. Yeah. And he got hooked, and now, like, Janae, Janae Urist likes Rachel. to play a lot. Yeah, they play here sometimes. Nice. Like as far as DC deck building goes, Sam, Corey, Rachel, sometimes Janae, Roger Stafford, Allison, they've they've all been down here playing. Yeah, it's nice to be able it's nice to be able to What's that? hang out staff infection. Oh. <laughs> it's nice to be able to hang out uh, outside of a an open mic because you're you know, your attention's diverted and you know, it's kinda of random what you're how much you're paying attention to everybody. It's nice to kinda of focus on something else. Um, and I yeah, love Catan's it. been big for us. We've talked about poker, you know, and poker could allow for more people to play. Right. It'd be nice to try to get a game here, you know, just because it's I'm easy. Down. There's big. There's enough room for a couple. For a while there, tables. I was doing Sunday game day, and I even yeah. had the game manager at Wizards Chest don't uh, give me a whole bunch of promo games. Wow. To play, because uh, I told them what I was doing, and we had about five people, six people. Aaron used to come down Sunday afternoons, and we played board games. And I just couldn't get more people to come down. Yeah. And then they all started playing D&D &D on Sundays. So then that fizzled out. And then everybody started coming again playing board games. So yeah. I want to I wanna try to organize something where people can come down. We you should know, maybe try to do a Like a safe haven here. for nerds. I mean, it, would, it wouldn't it be bad to have like... To <laughs> even to have it as a, a starting point. Like you have... Uh, Depending on how many players there are, maybe up to two or three tables, that, yeah. that and then as people you, you, you know combine. get eliminated, you yeah. combine. But then those people getting eliminated uh, match up on playing another game, right? You know, out of the many, you know, yeah, just they can choose from the pile of games I have. Just over have there. people hang out here on Sundays. So I'm always great. down to do a a poker tournament. I, I like holding tournaments, yeah, but I don't like doing the second buy-in. You just want one. The yeah. rebuy, I like a single buy. Yeah. 10, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. first, three, first three get paid. I'm all about it. I have chips. Sweet. Here. We, yeah, we should talk about it because, I mean, they would just be uh, maybe a more broad uh, one game to start with. Yeah. And then just have every everybody else kind of figure hey, out man. what else they want to play after I, that. I geek out on Maybe we get Affleck in here games. to teach us some poker tricks. I love <laughs> it. He's a champion. Who? Better Affleck. Affleck. Bam. 
Yeah, so like, right? He won a bunch of like he, he like entered into like big poker tournaments and won. Affleck? Yeah, like, he actually like was just like fucking guys, I'm be the best at this. I've seen him on Celebrity Poker because he's the world's greatest detective. He knows everyone's (laughs) tell. I don't know. Up here on, let's turn to the big board here. Uh, we have a, a new segment called yeah. Baker's Dozen. Yeah, uh, newly named. I had no part of that. I, like I, it. Yeah, I named always, it for you. <laughs> Baker's Dozen. As, as always, for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> always, we have a lot of non-recurring segments. We, we do. That just die out every uh, I like Baker's Dozen. <laughs> They're all part of Baker's Dozen. All right. Baker's Dozen. It currently has two things. All right, well, so let's, let's not even. It. I might have more. Let's all right. See. What, I, what's I, on your mind, baby? First off, I hurt my foot last week, so I was home and watched a lot of TV. My foot. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of movies. I, the other night, uh, if you guys don't know this, uh, if you didn't see my post, the Back to the Future trilogy is now on Netflix. Go I watched all of it in, in one sitting the other night, and that was bonnet, so really right. fun. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I One thing that really, like, after watching it again, in Back to the Future 2, I don't know if you guys are super familiar with this, mm-hmm. in Back to the Future 2, you know, Biff's, like, real suspicious about what's going on with him, old man Biff in the yeah, future. of course. And then he steals the time machine. Goes back, takes the book, the, the book back, Sport and then, book. but then he then he comes back to the future to where they were. How did he he created an alternate timeline? How did he go from one timeline to the other? You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends yeah. on what life choices he made with that extra money. But no, but he he creates a whole other timeline, and then he comes to the future, and then they go back in time, and then it's like everything's changed. You're it's right. Just, that yeah. that. I don't know, sorry. That's Everything should have been changed by the time he got back. I don't yeah. think Robert Zemeckis really uh, took time travel. Uh, he didn't they pretty much get everything else pretty right. right. Or Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> Except uh, for they're also like, hey, remember that kid, Marty, that fixed us up at the Under the Sea <laughs> dance? Why does our kid look just like him? <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> we no, he goes back in time <laughs> and he gives the book to his younger son. Yeah, he does that. And he creates a whole new timeline. But then right after he does that, before we learn what happens there, he travels back to the future, parks a car in uh, the little neighborhood that I've heard. Breaks his cane off. Breaks his cane off, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, they're just like, whatever. Then, yeah, dude, I, it, it's worth watching. That movie, like, I get so excited and I get real mad that I love it again. <laughs> Back to Future 3 is my favorite. I saw that in, in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's what I was going to say. I was waiting to say this, because the last time I watched uh, all three of them, it was within the same or the, the same week or something. Yeah. And I thought, holy shit, three's the best one. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. And two sucks. Like, two's, two's not that... It's not good. The future stuff's fun. The, wait, oh, that's the only reason we liked it, though. Like, I used to like it the most. Yeah. It's yeah. only because of the, the, the shoes and the tiny it's pizza. The one. It's all it's about that. Uh, it, the third it's, one is where they go in the West? A, yeah. The that fucking There's dope. something about like it that all, it all comes together, like, well, just and, better And they made that second and third one together. They uh, shot them at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, because they at the end of Back to the Future 2, there's a weird little preview, like a little montage of clips from Back to the Future 3. Yeah, they shot uh, it yeah, back to back. To be concluded. Because, because, uh, maybe they were focusing on 3, and 2 was just kind of... Well, did you know you the know, movies? Really <laughs> well, 2 had a different story originally. 2 was supposed to be back in the 60s, but then Crispin Glover went nuts and quit. Oh, right. And it was supposed so. to be more about... Like more stuff in the '60s, like and like that was the original plan. Yeah, they couldn't do. As yeah, that's why that that one didn't work out so well, is because he dropped off and they had to change shit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I never heard that's, that. Yeah, two and three. That's not him. Those are weird doubles. Well, of course, of course, it's yeah. uh, Jeff something. Maybe. Right. Huh. 
Uh, Faye from Body Parts. Whoa! <laughs> Let's get geeky, man. <laughs> All right. So I would, I would agree. Yeah, one more. I do agree, though. I think three is really good. Three is excellent. It's underrated. Oh, I thought it was the worst one. I oh. remembered that way from as a kid. But yeah, going back and like it, it stands alone the best. Yeah. The rest of them. Yeah. It's, I mean, the first one's fine. It's the second great. one's a rehash of the first, the first one. The second one has a lot of the well, same. The yeah. third one had like Mary Steenberg in it. Hell yeah. 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 The ageless Babe. Mary Steenberg. She's in Last Man on Earth. Oh, yeah? Looking great. Okay, so did you see? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I know Seth MacFarlane did the western. What was his western? A million comedy? ways to die in the west. That movie is hysterical. But Doc Brown and the <laughs> the um, the uh, DeLorean are in that movie. Yes. Right? What? Is that what? Yeah. I believe that is correct. So that, so cool. that movie technically takes place in that Wild West. That's presumptive of him. That movie, that movie is. Extremely well, it funny. It's a it's a it's a Family Guy esque cutaway where Seth MacFarlane's character sees something going on in the barn and he opens it and it's actually Christopher yeah, Lloyd Christopher <laughs> and he's just like, "What's going on in here?" And he goes, and he like puts a curtain over it. And he's like, "Oh, it's a it's a weather experiment." Yeah, and he goes, oh, and shuts the door, and that's it. I love those yeah, little, like, cool. just the tie-in. Little Easter egg or throw-in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say another thing that's great about Future 3. I laughed so hard at that movie. There's, there's a lot less implied rape in Back to Future 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a good point, too. Move away from thing. that. Yeah, well, they got it all out of the way. Well, no, because there's yeah. so many times when they go back when no, they're in the right. present day the that, like, Biff is like, hey, say hi to your mother for me. It's like, gross. And also, even weirder, when things work out in the Back to Future 1, and they keep Biff around and wax their car and shit, it's like, remember that guy who tried raping you? Let's have him wash the car. Let's make him our get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Biff. Cinnamon Always a character. Always trying to rape and wax things. <laughs> yeah. I hate manure. And getting accused of rape. <laughs> I used to do, yeah, I used to do all joke about that because it's really off-putting. Uh, it's, it's gross. Yeah, yeah. I don't think about it now. Uh, all right, so yeah. this is something I want to talk about. Wait, vape, also one sorry. thing. Wouldn't someone who was at the un- under the sea dance been like, hey, Chuck Berry didn't write that song. I saw some guy play it at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance at my high school. There was no internet then, man. People didn't remember things. I was like, did that happen? But there was eventually internet. (laughs) But it would have been the kind of thing of like, did I see that? Did that happen? 30 years later. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, dude, I'll work. Shut up, Mitch. All right. All right, come on. Next, next, Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Moving on. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of trash talking about the new Ghostbusters theme song. I I am not here to defend it. I haven't either. It's Fallout Boy, and it's kind of weird. It's garbage. But that's the nicest thing I've heard about is that it's kind of weird. But let me put this out there. Maybe I'm an asshole. I just watched Ghostbusters again for the first time in a long time. Ghostbusters '84 for those but, <laughs> listening at home. Uh, the original Ghostbusters theme song. Is that actually a good song? No. No, it's not actually. It's a, dumb. It's, yeah, it's but dumb. it's like it's fun. We love it. It's also a ripoff. Yeah, he stole. Matt, we're talking about the Ghostbusters theme song. Is I'm arguing. I haven't the, heard it. No, but I'm arguing the original Ghostbusters theme song isn't very good. I don't think it's. It's actually kind I'm of a weird. It's a weird song. You get stuck in your head. But like, if that movie didn't exist and that song came out, you'd be like, what the fuck. Is a song? No, I don't know. I like Bobby Brown's. Yeah, that song one is in the, the second movie. That's the second best one, man. That's uh, good about that movie. I don't know. I guess the yeah. And that was a rip off. Uh, the song was fine though for the for the time. I mean, it's the mid eighties, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like so. People are acting like they're, they're tired. Song. It's more so that my childhood's getting ruined. How dare they make the oh, fucking I cares? That. Yeah, I hate that. Who cares? Most people make sh- ruin their own childhood. Yeah. Your parents. Yeah. Your parents' yeah. shitty relationship. Are these people are so mad about like their exes dating new people? Like. 
That's what it is. Yeah, you, people should stop being so possessive. You gotta yeah. let shit go. It's not yours to begin. Man, with. my childhood girlfriend, <laughs> she's married now. Can you believe that? How dare her? I well, can't believe it. All, eventually, it take, all it took was leaving you. Eventually, when they reboot the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'll be there. I'll be like, blah, blah, Robert Downey Jr. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'll be there. Not my Iron Man. Not my Iron Man. Can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine if we're having that conversation in 25 years? Where they're gonna redo the Avengers oh and all these movies? It'll be oh man, that's very presumptive <laughs> yeah. that this podcast will last twenty five years. Well, we will. Well, we'll still talk about it. Hopefully, I, I mean, mean I only got six years left. We'll still, we'll still, we'll still have a Facebook Messenger post. Going. Like, Can you believe this? Longest thread of all time. They're right. casting that kid that was in uh, I don't know what TV shows on. That baby. Do you see that baby that played that super baby? <laughs> The baby from Man of Steel is now Captain America. <laughs> It'll be somebody from. Uh, oh, wait, what is, what's that show that's coming out? Uh, Damage Control. Oh yeah. Right. They announced uh, a, a couple of villains or heroes You're that were going to appear heroes. on there. Damage Control is going to be a Marvel TV show, a comedy show about all the people who are like in the insurance office, but to deal with all this shit of oh. superheroes destroying the city. We've got Danny Pudi. And uh, interesting. Wash. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Old two dicks. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be pretty great. Uh, all right. Next, next, all right. Next thing in the Baker's Dozen was I watched a really awful Russian stream bootleg of uh, Independence Day Resurgence. I really enjoyed it. It's dumb. <laughs> so the quality I mean, was awful, not the movie. Yeah. Yes. Thing, okay. <laughs> Both. Uh, but the movie was it. It's it. It's a like, direct sequel, boy. It is an exact. It's like Home Alone two. It's the same. There's like there's so many things. Like, this is gonna happen. But it's I can't believe up. the White House got destroyed again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Jeff Goldblum even says that in the movie. He's like, they really like the landmarks, don't they? Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, people relate to that because oh, I've been there. Now Creasy liked it. He was here last week. He yeah. He liked the movie as well. You guys booked Creasy before me, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was a salesman. He's a lot easier to uh, book. Yeah, yeah we Creasy right in here. <laughs> he, he wasn't slid. doing anything? He slid in here like Iceman. <laughs> hey, you guys recording a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the movie, I'm going to say, it really sets up a, a third movie. Hardcore. Because like, the whole gist is there's this other alien race that has been wiped out by the main aliens you see in Independence Day. Which? And there's only like one of them left who's like they've transferred their they like, oh we've evolved past you, we've transferred our bodies into like computers or whatever. But this this one singular alien who's left is like, you guys, I have this planet, it's like a training ground for all the refugees that have been destroyed by these aliens. Let's go there, you guys lead the fight, and let's take the fight to them. So the next movie will be humans and other races of aliens getting together and training with super crazy futuristic weapons, taking the fight to those asshole aliens from the first and second movie. That, that sounds awesome. That's like a really fun movie. I uh, can't wait for the fourth one, because what the fuck do you call it? <laughs> ID-44. ID four, four, four. <laughs> wait. ID-4.2. Four four. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to know. Is that four for four? They're screwed. So, so are, they, four. Are, they, are they maybe like subtly uh, capitalizing on... Marvel's scroll and Cree and, and the invasion and it's, it's that it, it would you know what if they could beat him to the punch on that because that movie hasn't been made yet huh. uh, it will never because it's in it's in development hell do you yeah think? I'm pretty sure that Marvel owns the fucking crawl or something like that and then Fox owns this the Cree that's true uh, um. I'm gonna add one more to Baker's dozen 
I watched Shawshank Redemption again for the first time in a long time the other day. Great. That doesn't really count as a nerd movie, but boy, that really just gets me. I love that movie. I mean, it's, it's geeky because it's a Stephen King short Hell yeah. story. Yeah. Frank Darabin did it. He yeah. did The Walking Dead. Nailed it. Boom. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he also did The Green Mile. Never seen that one. Oh, my head. Another oh. Stephen King story. They were yeah. trying really hard to get the... Because uh, Tom Hanks was in that, they were really trying hard to get the uh, Oscar. Oscar. For that. Yeah, it was a similar. Feel. It was made. You could tell it was made, catered to win an Oscar, and I don't, I don't know if it did. Shawshank Redemption no. was robbed of an Oscar because it came out the same year as fucking Forrest Gump, and mm. it should it should have won. It's all everything about that movie was perfect. That movie holds up so wonderfully. Sure. I was really into escape stuff as a kid. I liked uh, you remember like the Hatchet, or uh, is that where the. That- it's like there's a lot of movies about or books about kids who just like get yeah. abandoned. Yeah, yeah. That movie, uh, he gets movie? abandoned in the woods and comes back as a juggalo. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more bigger says I watched The Giver. That's actually sci-fi. The Giver? Did you see the BFG? No, I haven't seen BFG. I heard it sucks. Uh, with Deacon Gray is the the star. Well, <laughs> <laughs> someone who plays Doom, the BFG seems means something. Big fucking gun. Yeah, dude. I was like, why are they making a movie? That's from Duke. About that. Didn't that, isn't that Duke Newcomb or is that, that Duke? Is Duke Newcomb. I think he's on both. The BF, the was there like a BFG one thousand? Yeah. yeah, or something. Okay. Maybe it's was it both? I don't know. Maybe it started with. It's Duke made by Newcomb? the same people. It might be both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys read The Giver's Children? I don't think so. Oh man, it's a great like dystopian future about this like world where they've taken away color, they've taken away creativity and music. It's all very like boring life you live. And this kid gets picked uh, as, as you get older, you get a job, and his job is like the receiver of memory. And Jeff Bridges plays the giver, and he like touches them and sends a memory of what the world used to be like. So this kid is starting to see color, and he starts seeing like things differently. And it's just really, they a lot of people didn't like the movie. It the movie was in hell, like development hell for twenty years. Jeff Bridges wanted to make it. Uh, Lois Lyra was the author. Jeff Bridges wanted to make it and have his dad. He wanted Lloyd Bridges to be the giver in it. But then it took so long that eventually Jeff Bridges got old enough to be the giver, and it was—it's yeah. a really—it's a really fun movie. It's only like an hour and a half long. Is that new? Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. 2015, I believe. Yeah, came out last year. It was—you know—I'm not much. I don't read a lot of books, but it was one of the first times I've watched a movie of a book that I just mm. cherished. And I was like, I was saying all the things all my friends who read a lot of books and see movies say, where it's like, oh, you know, they kind of switched that around. Yeah. But <laughs> I understand why they did that. It's not quite what they did, but I, you know, it's. It's fun. I can't. I, I highly recommend that. Uh, that's how that story ends, and I conclude my baker's dozen. Oh, yeah. We didn't yeah. talk about this. Oh, no, is that, that not? Yeah. No, no, that wasn't was part of Rogue One poster. No. Yeah, Albright posted it. We yeah, should yeah, share it on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, check that out. <laughs> it looks, it looks incredible. Well, speaking of movies, let's just go to this. You've been how long have you been doing uh, my Ohio sci-fi? Uh, it's been like five years. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, how was, do you guys choose the movies, or is that just something? Well, tell me about Mile Sci-Fi. Is yeah, let them know about what it is. Uh, well, yeah, the Mile High Sci-Fi has been in Denver for like ten years, mm-hmm. and for the longest time, you know, it was mostly um, two guys, Harrison Raines and Matt Bogle, and they did a mystery science theater thing, but live. You know, so you you go to go to a movie theater, watch a movie with live, you know, commentary, comics making fun of it, and uh, they did that. For however long, uh, I guess five years, it was just the two of them, and then Vogel um, and his wife had a kid, and then they had another kid, and, and he just had less and less time uh, to devote to Mile High Sci-Fi. So That's Harrison, yeah, <laughs> Man, you know it's, about it's, it. You know about it. It's a slow so, death. So yeah. Harrison, Jesus. so Harrison, uh, Harrison started reaching out to other comics, and I got to be one of those comics, and. Um, you know, uh, we've been able to do a bunch of great movies, and you know, 
we clicked pretty early on. So, uh, and and along with a few other people, you know, he likes Chris Charpentier. You know, was a was probably his favorite. You know, after after they did a couple, and uh, so yeah, and then you know, a few years ago, it, it was a part of Comic Con, and so uh, yeah. you know, it's it's. It's you know still around. It's still popular. It's uh, been at a few different theaters uh, for the last couple of years. It's been at the Alamo Draft House, and they've been great. They've taken care oh, yeah. of us, you know, and 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 help uh, get the word oh, out. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's down there. It's far. down there in Littleton, and you know what will help is it's down. Uh, there's going to be another Alamo in uh, right by Sloan's. Yeah. Lake. Oh wow. And actually, that, soon, that I, I can do. Uh, I live year. a little bit west of there. Cool. Is, yeah, is I'm gonna be a part of Wildlife Sci-Fi. No, no, no. They're no. putting a second one in. Second Alamo Draft House. Do you know location. where? I'm no. Assuming on it's, Sheridan. Well, yeah, right there. There's a whole new. Uh, oh, you know. Whole new mall and stuff. It's like right next to Sloan's Lake. Oh, 17th. Like right there. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. It's right off 17th. Yeah, they tore down that hospital yeah. and they're building a, a, a new Belmar. Yeah. God, get that hospital <laughs> out of here. It's a <laughs> bummer. <laughs> it's a bummer. Nobody, nobody wanted to see it. I, I want to go spent, shopping. I spent two hours at a hospital today and just cried the whole time. Yeah, it's boring. Boring. When I was, boring. No popcorn. I wasn't there. crying. On it. Septic. Yeah. Uh, I, I've enjoyed my high sci-fi because I've been able to poach every single person who does that show for my show, Your show which man. is wonderful. It's a nice little. Uh, it works out well. There's a nice. You guys all. Yeah. It was fun though because I remember when I had Harrison do uh, cartoons. My show was very. This is a big difference in our two shows. Mine is you guys just come in, you riff right on the spot. With my high sci-fi, yeah. you guys really you watch the stuff a few times. You guys mm-hmm. write jokes, get prepared, and it's yeah. uh, it's really interesting to see the difference in that. Uh, they're both great. I like them both. It's just it's it's a fun different. You know, it's it's some are a little harder for other people than you know one or the other. But mm-hmm. no, you guys, your show is so fun. It's have you had a favorite movie that you've done over the years? Is there one that just stands out mm-hmm. more? The first, the first one that I think of that I really enjoyed the shit out of was Crawl. Oh yeah, yeah. it was so good. Like I had never seen it. It scared me as a kid. My two favorites I would probably go with would be Crawl. Because it was perfect sci-fi, you know, fantasy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Roadhouse. It ended up being so perfect as just like this typical dumb, over-the-top '80s movie. Like it has everything, you know, the monster throat truck pull. and the, yeah, throat pulls, oh. the hair and the oh, dancing that where and shit. Comes from, like, it does. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Break yeah, rooms. That's, that's from Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah, is just uh, God. I would say it's quintessential. If you're gonna watch one '80s movie, it has to be up there. Oh, really? Oh, I, I hadn't oh, seen yeah, it either. It. Excellent movie. I hadn't movie. seen it until yeah. Swayze. It was yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah, Swayze yeah. being Swayze. But there's really a throat rip in that. Oh. He's all about it. He yeah. Like, yeah. More than once. Not, uh, well, yeah. yeah he one. There's like 19 throat rips. It's Sam Elliott. It's pure Sam Elliott. What? There's one one throat rip. That's all it takes. And what's your name? Lynch. What was the girl? The love interest, Kelly Lynch. Kelly Lynch. Great Throat rip. Throat rip. All right, so what's the next movie you're doing? Uh, next yet? one. Next one's on my birthday, July 23rd. What? Uh, oh, your birthday. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm 23. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, Critters is next up, which is it's going to be a good one. Uh, Critters is perfect for the little round guys, right? Yes, uh, Critters is perfect because so many bad sci-fi movies are ripoffs of a of a successful one. And Kroll uh, was a big ripoff of Star Wars. You know, there's a million oh, that, that came out after yeah. Star Wars that, that weren't Star Wars. You know, they couldn't capture that the right magic or whatever. But Critters tries to be like a million movies after Gremlins. You know, yeah. whatever. Just all these little creepy crawly things and. And they're all over the house. Yes, and, you know, it was part of those, those creepy posters. Are you still also it's hosting uh, movie night at Red Rocks? Yeah, film on the rocks. Film yeah. on the rocks. Yeah, Another I've been doing that. that. 
A uh, couple months, yeah. It goes through September. Oh. July's the busiest one because there's Tuesday three. Tuesday nights? There's three. Uh, no. Uh, Monday, right? Two Monday. on Monday, one on Thursday, yeah. Okay. Well, we got uh, most of them are on Monday. They got cool. a, uh, the seventh is Scream. Deadpool. Deadpool's in August. Star, Star Wars? Wars Episode Seven is the last Whoa. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't seen that yet. Film on the rocks. Great. Oh man. Well, that'd be a fun way to see it for the first time from behind the screen. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I'd like to get out in front. We'll see what I end up doing. Just sit that. right on the stage. Just have, <laughs> just have people go and save me a spot. Yeah, because that's that's a good place to see a movie. It's fun. You it bring is. a little chairs. You bring like a bottle of wine or a beer or whatever. You can bring booze in there for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to. I think you can. I don't think you're supposed to. Oh, well, but they, they sell beer they and beer. wine. Yeah, we used to bring Oh, it's really cheap there. It's like, what, $2 for a beer at the... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, Red Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some, some weird geek news came out today. There was a... Uh, Anna Kendrick uh, made a post about her brother giving her a Squirrel Girl comic and saying that she should play it. And she said, I've never really read them before. But I'd be into playing it. I think she'd and be great. The internet's went crazy with yeah. it. Oh yeah. Ugh, where uh, where, would, where would she show up? Where would I would say probably on Agents of Shield or something. No, like that. I say Phase Four. As the, it'll just be like a little. It'll be a fun little. Give me one that's kind of a self-contained. She can show up on like the Powerless or Damage yeah. Control. Squirrel Girl, are you familiar with Squirrel Girl? No, she, that's, that's been crazy to have more so many. Characters I never heard of because I knew about yeah. most of the characters that I thought would be big time. You know Squirrel what I mean, Girl like X Men or whatever. But Ant Man and Squirrel Girl, yeah, I mean, that's man. insane to get that to Squirrel dig. Girl is very he, silly. Ant Man's always he's he's been around. Squirrel, Squirrel uh, yeah, it was he was a stylist. Surprising, yeah, because I didn't know about him. He was him. an Avenger. I didn't know who he was. He was. She's got a tail and claws and stuff. She can <laughs> control squirrels. All the powers of a squirrel. <laughs> this was her at Comic Con. I don't know how she did it, but yeah. she's famous for Ugh. defeating Thanos before. Yeah, she, uh, she was a big uh, Iron Man fan and wanted to be a sidekick. And she used a bunch of squirrels to defeat a boss and, like, like, no, you're not gonna be part of this. <laughs> no, she's adorable. She's a, she's a real don't, just adorable. Don't feed the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, another... Squirrel called. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, hey! That's a, that's a trademark Sam Talent. Fuck that! I can make a squirrel noise too. He doesn't. He doesn't yeah, have yeah, squirrels. They don't have. You don't have a human girlfriend. Ooh, yeah, I didn't say that either. Squirrel girlfriend. Oh. I'm not one of those guys that started putting human in front of stuff and. Hey, is that pull fact or pull fiction? What are we talking about here? <laughs> human girlfriend? No, I, I do. Yeah. That's a. I don't do the more. human girlfriend thing. No, we're not allowed to say that in the city. <laughs> Saying human in front of a noun. Yeah, but there's no, there's no squirrels in Vegas, so you can take that. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Yeah, people yeah. won't get that joke. What are you talking about? What's a squirrel? Start talking about squirrels. Do scorpions to do like clicking sounds or something? <laughs> or rattlesnakes? Armadillos. They don't make any really. They don't really make any noise. Scorpion sounds. I don't know what they sound like. <laughs> they sound like one hand clapping. <laughs> They're off awesome. You have to change all his humor. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Scorpion, when are we going to get the Scorpion in a Spider-Man movie, huh? Let's make that happen. Ooh, Look good. at that segue. Hey, is there any a part of one of them? No. The third one? No, they're, booking, a, they're, uh, they're booking. Yeah, they're booking. There's a ton of people. They're casting a, bun of, a bunch of people for villains in the new Spider-Man, so why not? Is Hannibal Burris going to be a villain? I think he's going to be a I imagine he's going to be a school teacher, maybe the principal. Spider-Man, what are you doing? He's going to be some kind of comic relief. I think he's going to be a teacher. Yeah, that would make sense. Every time you want to save the world. Is <laughs> 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 uh, there anything else we want to uh, touch on before we? Oh, Batman! Batman versus Superman. 
Ultimate Edition. The topic that will never die this year. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to buy the movie, and we're going to have maybe a viewing party here. Here? Comedy 20 room. extra minutes? Let's do it. Half it's hour. 30 extra 30 minutes. extra minutes. Did you it's see Batman vs. Superman? No. Oh, you did I'll not come miss on. it. I'll come yeah, watch it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do the viewing. Will you come to our party, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will everybody, will Let everybody me know. We all viewed it together. We're going to view it again. Well, because this one's longer, and it's rated R. 30 extra minutes. So it's just a lot of deep dicking. And oh, and then yeah, oh, the sex night. Sorry. <laughs> All right, yeah. You get some, yeah. I've read a lot of the backlash about this one. Sex night. It's all, it's all warranted. Yeah. yeah. And people didn't like Man of Steel either. No. And that was him. That I was Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the sequel to Man of Steel, I guess you could say. Kind of. Yeah. It kind of is. So weird. Uh, their their whole thing is. Did you like, see Man of Steel? No. Right. I think the weirdest thing about this movie is they tried to make. The Dark Knight Returns, which is a Batman story, they try to make The Dark Knight Returns a Superman story. Right. And then they're like, hey, let's fucking smash the death of Superman in there. Are you so, coming around? So the, <laughs> no, I still yeah, like this movie. The problem is, is that Man of Steel is actually a, a really good movie. It's just not a really good Superman movie. Yeah. Because they took the, the iconic character and just Mexican. changed everything that makes him iconic and great into something emo and lame. Okay. You and then what? If he had the underwear, he'd be better. No, that's not what I'm saying. Maybe I implied it, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> it's like Spider-Man Three. But then all... Batman, Superman. Again, they they took. You know, like when you think of Superman, I, I think the Dark Knight Returns comic book does a really good job of showing this. If you've ever read it, there's a scene where it's in the future. Batman's retired. He's done. He comes back out of retirement to clean up Gotham. And President Reagan sends Superman to go talk to Batman because shit's happening in Gotham and we can't have that because all superheroes were decommissioned by the government. Uh, 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 Green Arrow had his arm cut off. People were just put on lockdown. He just lasered it off. Whoa. So, oh, really? so everybody's just not doing a thing and Superman works for the U.S. government. So... Superman goes to talk to Bruce. So you see, you see there in the garden, and Clark's standing there with his leg up on a rock, and there's birds around. It's very fucking snow white, and there's light. <laughs> and, and then you see, kind of in the shadows, Bruce Wayne talking to him. That right there captures the essence of those two characters that Zack Snyder just completely ignored yeah. and put everybody in the shadow and made uh, Superman uh, a dark, gritty. brooding character that's, yeah, and that's, that, that's just not Superman. I mean, I overlooked the part where Pa Kent was saying, where he goes to Pa Kent, he goes, should I have let that boy die? And he goes, maybe. No, <laughs> Pa Kent would never have said anything like that. Right. And that in itself tells you how off the mark he was yeah. with Superman. So that's, that's always been my biggest complaint with I see, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It was a good sense. movie about an alien with powers that comes to our planet and is raised by humans. Right, but it's not... The, it's not but it's not Superman. Sticking to anything. And the second movie was the same thing. I mean, they build up this whole long movie about these two guys fighting. And then it happens, and then they become best friends because both their moms have the same name. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that sums it up. That's the movie. And Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, I'm not sure what he's oh, doing. Oh, God. I will hope they replace him. I hope yeah. Superman comes back with a mullet in the next one, just like he did mullet in the comics. Hashtag mullet for Superman, everybody. If they add, if they add more that. Wonder Woman fighting scenes... <laughs> Then I will gladly watch that. Wonder Woman's like the best part of the movie. She's fucking bad. And Batfleck. Yeah. Like Batman, him as Batman was 
It worked. Sad to say, it worked. He's That's excellent. Good. He is like excellent. That. Batman. It was like just get it written better. Yeah. His costume is dope. He looks like Batman. I heard that they're giving him more of a bluish tint in the Justice League, so he might be closer to 70s Batman with his blue cowl. We'll see. It probably won't play on screen. But I think every good superhero movie has to have that moment where it makes your chest swell. You're like, that's so fucking heroic. Like, And I think that, that the when Wonder Woman shows up, that's the point in... That's the point in uh, in Batman vs Superman. She when she shows up and saves Batman and she lassoes Doomsday. That I was just like, yeah, get it, girl. Like, <laughs> no, she was the best. My favorite scene in the movie is where she gets there. She they're in fighting and she doesn't even she grunts. It doesn't say anything in the fight. She gets hit, gets thrown across this area, knocked down. She gets up, has a grin on her face, yeah. and just goes right back to battle. Like that was perfect. Mm. Everything else, I was just annoyed. Gal Gadot, <laughs> you done good. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do plugs and do our, our favorite closing thing. Uh, you got My Life Sci-Fi, 23rd. July 23rd, also Nathan Lund's birthday, so come yeah. and wish him a happy 23rd. Presents. Yeah. And then, like, everybody get, down, uh, get down to the Deer Pile every Wednesday night, 1030, for too much fun. Yeah, the we're show still doing continues. We're You're going year it. five, right? Too, Everybody too keeps. Uh, this is our sixth year. Six so, year. Okay. Yeah, the end of this year will be six years. So every Wednesday, dear pile, everybody. And for those of you traveling back in time, come back tonight and see Lucha Libre and laughs. It's going to be awesome as come, always. Come to the dear pile on Wednesday and see what happens. See yeah, that. you'll see the outcome there. See, oh. see if there's a new champ or not. That sounds wonderful. Uh, next cartoons and comics. Uh, it's 28th. I got uh, Ron Babcock and Timmy Lasley and. One to two super dope special guests. Special guests. Super secret. Super secret. Really hard to figure out who they're going to be. Uh, nice. Check the internet schedules and things and you can figure it out. But what, really excited what's about the that. date? 28th. Okay. 28th of July. Anybody else? Uh, July 9th. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce this. Yeah, do it. But uh, <laughs> while, uh, while Sam's away, uh, July 9th, I will be stepping in and doing a commentary with Mr. Nathan Lund here at the Denver Pavilion. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. We, did, nice. we were part of, yeah, we were part of uh, their they zombie. Oh, the zombie. They did a zombie thing last year. Yeah. And, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. And they liked what we brought to the the event so well done, yeah we'll also be uh, there's going to be a bunch of matches that uh, yeah. that's a oh, Saturday it's a and it's day, like yeah. yeah it's like a, a bunch like maybe 12 matches total yeah. so we'll be out there right on the 16th street mall yeah, yeah. by the pavilions I'll be there and I'll, I'll for I guess I'll be there when Sam's not there because as you say Sam's going to come back every once in a while he we wants can. to yeah, yeah it's it's a, he's in Vegas it's not that hard it's congratulations buddy that's awesome yeah and then July 8th we have the power middle in the comedy room, room hosted by Chrissy Bukley, three Chrissy comics, three doing twenty minutes. Twenty sense. minutes, awesome. I don't know who's on it. We'll see. We'll yeah. let you guys know on the next one. Well, before we get out of here, as always, guys, we're going to read a quote uh, off Twitter from uh, the one-time James Bond, Mr. George Lazenby, unofficial uh, father sponsor, unofficial father <laughs> sponsor, Mr. George Lazenby. This is a weird one. We had a couple to choose, but I'm going to choose this one. Uh, everyone hopes that aliens will be God minus mankind, but this. Like Balzac says, it's just the definition of a dessert. (laughs) (laughs) I really like this face it, you're only in love with the idea of pancakes. (laughs) 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 You guys been this another edition of the Broadcast Geek. We want to thank Mr. Nathan Lund. Thank you. 
joining us. Thank you. Very confident he's going to get the belt back tonight. So make sure you get down to the deer pile on Wednesday. To, My uh, prediction is any him. Yeah, we'll see. But it's going to be a great, great match tonight. Uh, you guys have been great. Make sure you get to geekfuel.com forward slash BCG to sign up for Geek Fuel as little as $20 a month to get the number one uh, geek subscription box on the web, everyone. And again, this month is Alien, Ghostbusters, and Doctor Who. Doctor Who. All right, as always, Excelsior. Excelsior. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.